0: Hi, I'm Tim Brown. Welcome back to another podcast for Trending Matters. Trending Matters is the site that takes a look at topics that are trending on different social media platforms like Twitter, YouTube, and Facebook, and scratches a little deeper to find the causes behind those trends that really matter. This week, I'm really excited to introduce a charity partner for Trending Matters. We're going to be supporting the very good work of the Delaware Boys and Girls Club, So we're going to be finding different ways for you as listeners to these podcasts and folks that uh, regularly check in on our Facebook page or our blog at www.trendingmatters.net to support the good work of the Boys and Girls Club. And I'm fortunate to be here today with Stu Sherman, who is the executive director of the Newark Boys and Girls Club. Welcome, Stu. Thanks for having me. So, Stu is gonna talk to us a little bit about the good work that they do at the Boys & Girls Club so that everyone that supports our project knows where the resources are ultimately going to. So, Stu, maybe at a 50,000 foot level, just tell us what the Boys & Girls Club is and what it does to serve the community.
1: Well, the Boys & Girls Club, uh, the one in Newark, is part of a nationwide movement. Uh, There are clubs all over the state. uh, And what we do is we provide opportunities uh, towards thousands of kids who won't have these opportunities if not for the Boys and Girls Clubs. And these opportunities are uh, educational, uh, they're prevention programs, they're recreational, they're social, cultural, uh, runs the spectrum of uh, programs that are
0: designed for uh, the thousands of kids, especially the ones that need us the most. Fabulous. And I know you and I've talked before. I've had the good fortune to know Stu for a long time. And I know that you uh, you feel that the the young people that come to your club really uh, benefit from the programs there. Maybe you could tell me about some of the, the individual examples where you've seen young people really flourish during the time they've been, been coming to the club on a regular basis.
1: Well, having been there 22 years now that I'm starting to see the kids of my kids, And so I'm at a point in my career and at a point uh, where the club's been around enough to where the kids who are now adults can tell us for themselves how much the club has meant to them. Uh, In some cases, uh, it's given them a place to go, especially when the um, place that they would normally have to go isn't a great option. Uh, But it gave them a chance to make relationships uh, with people who made them feel good about themselves and made them feel that there was something they could do or somewhere they belonged. And that sense of belonging and usefulness led to an increase in self-esteem which led to a variety of things, whether it's better grades, better relationships, better understanding of their future and what they need to do. And so uh, I think it's an individual experience where each person might've gotten a different thing out of it, but usually what uh, centers around uh, their feelings towards the club is a particular person, whether it's me, whether it's somebody that uh, on our staff that they developed a relationship with or a volunteer. And uh, you know, all kids need to feel good about themselves. And especially if they don't get that feeling at school or at home the club always tries to instill that, and so I think over the years we just have thousands of examples of uh, the club providing a kid with a good feeling about themselves, and knowledge, and skills, and life skills that allowed them to succeed uh, throughout their path uh, path forward. And so now, looking back and seeing how much the club meant to them, they're they're bringing their kids, and I guess that's the ultimate testimony to to how we do is that they're bringing their kids and they trust their kids with us and not only trust their kids with us, but are excited to bring their kids and look forward to
0: their kids feeling what they felt when they were younger. What a great vote of confidence. I know when we walked around the club recently, you were telling me about the basketball program and how many of the young people that have participated in that program have gone on to get scholarships to play at schools all over the country. I thought that was quite impressive. Maybe talk a little bit about that.
1: Well, we have we have a few programs that are are large, and one is our basketball program. Uh, basketball is, is obviously popular popular sport, and um, it brings kids into the club from as young as age five. And we have you know a lot of kids through the years who learn to play at age five and develop friendships and develop relationships with volunteer coaches and staff, and have stayed in the basketball program all the way up. And so we have. Uh, a year-long program that includes a, uh, a traveling team in the, sp- in the spring, not just a team, but about 10 traveling teams. And the majority of those traveling teams actually at our club are girls teams. And so uh, our Lady Sharks program includes a lot of girls who used what we taught them at the club to get into college. Uh, and right now we're over 100. I think we're about 105. And I think you know, maybe twenty percent of those girls had talent where they would have gone on to college with or without us. But I, I think a good eighty percent are in college because of the club and, and and not just what they learned at the club, but we actually physically, you know, helped them with their application and drove them to their colleges and uh and and did in some cases what what a lot of people get out of their parents. You know, we were a parent to to a good number of those kids who were playing all across the country and and especially the ones who were playing in small schools. And I bring that up because they might not have realized if not for the club that they had an opportunity to play at a division three school or at a community college, or even go to college at all. And so um, we have, we have some kids in in Columbia, but we also have kids at Lancaster Bible. And so uh, we're particularly proud of, how we've helped those number of kids get into school that, that probably didn't know or wouldn't have had the opportunity if not for being part of the Lady Sharks program. And what's neat about it is a lot of them now have graduated and now giving back to the club and they're coming back and as, as coaches or assistant coaches and they're doing for the kids what we did for them. And so it, it's kind of a uh, ongoing uh, family
0: and, and circle of support that means a lot to to thousands of kids. Tell us about the economics of the club because one thing that we want to do is try and encourage people to support the cause so that, you know, through their purchases, they can help us raise money for the club. So tell us about the dollars and cents day to day of trying to run an organization at large.
1: So most boys and girls clubs uh, focus on families that need us the most that are in low income neighborhoods. I mean, most of them are physically located in those type of areas, whether it's the inner city or poor rural areas or or what have you, we we are in an area where uh, we're along a corridor of neighborhoods in need. And uh, because of who we serve, we, we can't charge a lot. And so uh, whether it's after school care or summer camp or aquatics or athletics or tutoring, uh, we can't charge a lot because we price our customers out. And so uh, what we charge doesn't come close to what it takes us to run a program. And so somebody's got to fill in the gap and. We rely on the generosity of our local businesses and individual donors and uh, volunteer projects to help us fill that gap because uh, without that, we couldn't do as much as we do. And so uh, we like to say because of the help of our friends and neighbors, we could do
0: more for even more kids. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Speaking of volunteering, my daughter was a volunteer at the club, participated in one of the programs to tutor Mm -hmm. uh, young people. And I think that's another aspect beyond sports that that is just so important and and shows that people can get involved through volunteers uh, opportunities as well. Right. There's
1: no shortage of opportunities uh, to help. And what we try and do is cater the volunteer experience to somebody's area of interest. Uh, So you know, being a hotbed in the basketball community, you know, we need a lot of basketball coaches, but we also need a lot of volunteer help in, that some people don't think of. If, if somebody uh, likes the landscape or, or garden, you know, there's beautification projects at the club. If somebody likes to paint, we we have a large building that always needs painting. If somebody's proficient in data entry, there's no shortage. of the, Uh, Grant reports and statistics and membership information that we could use some help uh, inputting and but programmatically if somebody wants to uh, play a part in a child's life, uh, we like to take your area of interest, whether it's karate, chess, model making, rocketry, what have you, and show the kids something new because they're always up for something new. And we like to uh, take somebody's interest
0: and pass that along to the kids. All right. Well, thank you, Stu, very much. Uh, Stay tuned, everyone. We're going to have more updates on how you can help us help the Boys and Girls Club, a wonderful cause and a good example that shows how we can look at trends and find something that really matters. Thank you.